Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. I'm your host, Amy Lynch, and I'll be covering all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. I'll be sharing a mixture of solo mini episodes and interviews with other business and community leaders who also happen to be parents. Season three of the podcast has been sponsored by the Startup Community Empowerment Fund, which is presented by Startup Canada, MasterCard Canada, Sovereign Insurance, and UPS Canada. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review online. It helps other parents find the podcast. Visit mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Rashmi Surdesh Pandey is a mom of two and a lawyer turned children's author who loves taking big ideas and making them accessible and exciting for young readers. Her books have been recognized by Book Trust, listed in the Times and Sunday Times Best Children's Books of the Year, and she is a World Book Day author. Our conversation is split into three parts. In our third and final episode, we talk about advice for listeners testing out new ideas, what she wishes someone would have told her before becoming a parent, and the importance of spreading joy through her work. Let's get into it. Do you have any tips for listeners who are seeking to create something, either a business idea or a a book that they currently can't find in the market or on bookshelves? I think do it. Get, you know, start talking to people. You see that gap, find out if more people feel the same way and get a sense for exactly what that gap is. You're talking about a business idea or it's it's a book that's missing. Understand the problem because once the more you understand the problem, I think the flip side of it, the solution will come in the shape of a book or a business, whatever it is. And I would, I would start there, have a look at the closest next best thing. How are people solving this? Even if it's a bunch of things to approximate a solution, um, you might be able to blend them together into, into the book, um, the handbook, the masterclass, or the product or service that's going to change their life. But, but just do it. Don't hesitate and overthink the way adults do tend to do. I think you've got to think like a child with this one and, and put your whole heart and soul into it. Because many of us don't, and we hold on to those dreams for so long. And I would also say, don't worry about someone else doing it. Because one thing they used to say in business school, I didn't understand until I started writing, is that it's not about the idea, it's the execution. Because so many times you think, oh, I had that idea and someone's already set up that business. Yeah, but that doesn't stop you. There are, maybe there are no new ideas. Like maybe everything is just a twist on another idea, but no one will do it like you. Yeah, I'm looking at your books just as an example in terms of like the illustrators that you've collaborated with if you went with different illustrators it would be different execution but still your words so it's a great example of yeah how everybody can interpret different ideas and execute on them differently when you went into writing and into the publishing industry how did you invest in yourself in terms of your own personal and professional development did you seek out mentorship or by being selected for the program were you provided with that along the way I was provided with that which was amazing I had a mentor who was also an editor and she was a commissioning editor so higher up and she knew how the industry worked I think having someone on your team who believes in you and can answer those questions and also challenge you to stretch and believe in yourself and just you know go for things that you would normally have decided you 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 know you can't do <laughs> just decided for yourself that kind of mentor coach champion is 
I think so invaluable. And I don't know if people talked about that enough when I was growing up, the, the value of a mentor. So definitely. And having a community, I've quickly made connections into the book community. Because again, like I only know what I've experienced, but I can also learn from other people's experiences if I make those friendships, build those relationships. So that was one thing that I did. And you meet people through different things, conferences, courses, also like Twitter. You know, <laughs> Social media has been great for, for being able to connect with people and learn from people. Is there anything that you've done that scared you besides, you know, applying for the initial competition and then getting through to the next rounds? Has there been anything that you just thought like, no, this is the edge of my comfort zone, but you just went for it and did it anyways? Oh, yes. I had to film for the first time ever in a studio, like a proper, you know, film crew studio where it looked like a house for Puffin. And this is for Puffin Schools for World Book Day. And that was massive. For me at the time, I'd never done any kind of filming in a studio. I had no idea. And there was no script. There was no prep. There was just a very loose, we're going to talk about this. And if it's good enough, it's one take. And if it's not, we'll ask you to actually, could you move your hair and do it? It's stressful. It's so stressful. And the other the authors on the list were superstar bestsellers so they were just you know yeah I've done this before don't worry you know and the host was amazing I was terrified and I was I felt so sick the whole day before and the whole time after and I had the best time of my life you know the video turned out really well as well but but I I really thought no you know I don't know why I said yes because I was in that mindset that if it's a great opportunity, we're going to say yes. And it was terrifying. The other thing I did that was really scary was writing my most recent nonfiction, Good News, because it was it was the most awful thing, the most difficult thing I've ever, ever written. So much research. The fact check for that is just rows and rows, I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of rows, and then many, many sheets in a spreadsheet. Just so many facts. And I couldn't get it wrong. And I'm so terrified of anyone reading it. And I almost quit so many times writing that book, but I finished it and we published it. Well, congratulations. Was that one of the ones that you were working on at the same time as three other books? It was. So that was not the best environment to write it in with everything else happening um, in the world at large. But yes, that's the scariest thing I've ever done. I I wanted to pull that book deal so many times, genuinely. I like to rewind a few years with everyone and ask them if there's anything that you would tell yourself now in hindsight as a parent or a founder or an author, anything that you've learned that you would just reframe for yourself now looking back. As a parent, I would say to myself, just go easy on yourself and you can't compare. You just cannot compare your situation to anyone else's. Every single time you think you could have done things better, it's like you said, you have a chance to do things better every single day. And some days it just doesn't work out. But when I'm hard on myself, it's just, it's too much. And at every stage, I did the best I could on those days. And, you know, children are really adaptable and flexible and understanding, and they live in the moment, actually. So all the times when I felt so bad for not not being there or not being able to do something, they didn't notice that in the next moment, because where, where I was present, that was the moment they focused on but the thing I learned the most was creating space for myself and for my family that work is one thing and I love my job to bits but you can't get back lost time so finding balance striving towards balance is the thing for me okay and then I also like to look through the future and look at the kind of world that you hope that your children will inherit and I know you mentioned at the start of the interview that you wanted to create something with impact do you feel like through publishing the books that you've published to date that you're seeing that trickle effect or that ripple effect, especially with, like you said, with cash or DOSH, depending on what market you buy it in, you're seeing kids come up with business ideas. Do you feel like what you're working on right now
now is going to contribute to the future that you want your children to inherit or the legacy that you want to create? I hope so. And I think so. Especially Good News, which is a hopeful book, deals with all of the biggest issues facing our planet, but all of the wonderful things that are happening and grounding yourself in the facts and not fake news. And these are big issues. And children who've read and loved this book really get it. And they've been anxious in this time that we're living in. And to write something that might take a little bit of that away from them and boost their confidence and make them feel positive about the future. I feel like that is the best thing that I could have been doing this year with my life is creating a book like that. So I already feel it. And I think I decided for myself as I was writing that, that every single book I write, whether it's fiction and it's just about putting joy into the world through a funny book that makes people laugh together, every single thing I write, I want to leave that legacy of something that makes children feel better about themselves, about the world, or just laugh and smile because that matters too. Well, I think that is an amazing thing to aim for. Thank you so much, Rashmi. If there's any way that we can connect with you, how would you prefer? Is it Twitter, LinkedIn, your website? How would you like people to get in touch with you? Twitter is always best for me. I'm Rashmi writing on there and I'm there far too much. So very easy to find on there or my website, RashmiSedeshpande.com. Thanks again to Rashmi for taking the time to speak about all things parenthood, creativity, and entrepreneurship. Check out Rashmi and her work at RashmiSurdishPande.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network and leave a review. It helps other parents find the podcast. You can access more business resources for parents on my website covering startup, entrepreneurship, flexible, and remote work news at MixingBabiesAndBusiness.com. Thanks for listening.